Glory be to the Father and to the Son and the blessed Spirit of God. We magnify thee. We join the saints of God across the globe to celebrate you, O God. Our Father and our King, the God who answers prayer, the one who does not let down those who believe in him. We trust you, O God, King of heaven. We exalt you and magnify your holy name for your mercy that endures forever. Thank you for everything that you have done. This day, Lord, we gather again for another Wednesday to deliberate on your word. We thank you for the entrance of your word brings life. We glorify your holy name for everything that you have done, the impartation, the revelation, the, the teaching that we have received by your word. King of heaven, be exalted in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your love so immense for us. Thank God because he answers our prayer in this house. We magnify your name. We rejoice in you, our God and King, our reliance, our fortress, the ancient of days. We worship you. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with us given. I want us to lift up our voices together and just give God the praise for today. We will look at the scriptures and pray from it, the book of Psalm 119, verse 130. In the, in the NIV version, it says, The unfolding of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. And the King James says, The entrance of thy word giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the people. We will pray a prayer of thanks for the grace of coming together for the word of God again. As we look at the book of Job, thank God now for what God has been teaching us from the book of Job. A lot of us have come to realize that the testing of our faith in the real sense is God's own um, permission so that he can promote us. Because the end of Job was better than the beginning of Job. And then you tell the Lord, Father, grant me insight today as we look into your perfect will. But the Bible says the unfolding of your word gives light. Tell the Lord as your word is unfolded by your servant today, let my heart be enlightened. Let my mind be instructed. Father, the Bible says he sent his word and he healed his people. If you are sick in your body, as the woman of God will explain the word of God to us by the Holy Spirit, it will bring health to your bones. It will bring healing to your organs. Begin to tell the Lord, you will give me understanding today by your word. I receive knowledge. I receive revelation. I receive insight by the power of your word today. The unfolding of your word gives light. Father, we bless your name. We exalt and magnify your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Well, you are welcome again to our midweek Wednesday service. We have been looking at the book of Job. Uh, we have looked at chapters 1 to chapter 10. Uh, and today our deliberation is on Job chapter 11 and 12. But however, before we go into the chapter 11 and 12, we will we'll be discussing together. Uh, you know, we have uh, six people who will be sharing two minutes each about what the, the, the reflection of the 10 uh, the 9 and 10 that we did last. And I want you to open your, your notes for last week as we begin to hear these reflections. The Lord strengthen and bless you. Good evening all. 
my contributions will be on Job chapter 9, verses 1 to 3. In Job's reply to Bildad, Bildad's epistle, I would say, Job spoke, asked, and questioned in verses 1 to 3. In these verses, Job answered and said he recognized that God's power is great, limitless, majestic. He also said he recognized, he recognized the sovereignty and wisdom of God. But he said he does, not, he does not know how to be vindicated, to prove and declare his innocence before God. One of the things I learned here is that only God that justifies us. We cannot be just with God. It is not possible for us to contend and argue with God. We cannot win. We cannot take God to court. He is our judge, the ultimate judge. We just cannot question him. He is the maker of all things. He stretches out the heavens and spreads out the earth by himself and works out everything, all things, after the counsel of his will. The book of Amos says, God forms the mountains, he creates the wind, reveals his thoughts to us, turns down to darkness, and treads on the heights of the heart. Yes, the Lord God Almighty is his name, is the ultimate judge, like I've said. We just cannot enter into litigation, contend, or prove our innocence with the invisible and just God. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. As believers, we now have Jesus Christ, who is the mediator between God and us. We bless and thank him for his grace and mercy towards us. Why am I saying all this? We are privileged to read this, this story of Job and that God permitted these happenings to him, of which Job was not aware of. But there is need for us to know that whatever trials, sickness, tribulations, or not so good situations anyone is going through, do not ask, why me? Or why should these things be happening? Or that I don't deserve these, these things happening to me. We should also be aware that even, and I say even, if we want to dispute with God, though as believers we do not expect us to contend with Him, but we need to know that we cannot answer even one question out of a thousand of questions that God will ask. Job found this out when God started asking him several questions, as we will see later. Our God is the God of wisdom. It is by wisdom He made the heavens. What really stood out to me in these verses are, we should not allow people, friends and the like, bring us to a place we are through what they speak to us or with the notion and belief that they are counseling or helping us eventually end up end us, uh, giving, giving us the task to wrongfully be questioning God. This was really what Bildad, Job's friend, did in the previous chapter. And for one of his questions in this chapter, so we should not allow any challenge we might be going through, clad our picture of our creator God Almighty. And when we pray, we should believe that he hears and will surely answer us. I will just conclude by saying, instead of asking the wise, the, the songwriter says we should take everything to the Lord in prayer. Is anyone sick among us? Anyone going through trials or still expecting some answers to your prayers or expecting prayers you are interceding on behalf of someone? Still continue to take it to the Lord in prayer. He is able and willing to answer and unto him all flesh should continually come because he is the God that hears and answers all prayers. Amen. Thank you. And I like to invite... Praise the Lord. Um, my contribution is going to be um, a kind of summary of what the Spirit of God led in my heart when I, I went through Job chapter 9 and 10. Um, I observed and the Spirit of God let me un understand um, five different stages uh, in Job's, um, in these two verses, how Job tackled or faced the trials that he is going through. I say, I call it the five different stages or five different ways that one could react 
in the face of trial. And then the first stage is Job started with praise to God in the time of trouble. And we saw that in Job chapter 9 from verse 4 to 13. Job started magnifying God. And then he went into a different stage. Stage number two, the one that accepts the trial, that accepts the trial or suffering as his portion or as a result of his sin. So we saw this in Job chapter 9, verse 14 to 24. And I just want us to remember that whenever we face trials, we should remember that it is not uh, God's way that we should suffer. For from God, all good and all perfect gifts come. And then he went to stage number three, or person number three, the one that complained and moaned before God in the face of trial. Uh, Job chapter 9, verse 25 to 31, we saw Job complaining about his situation. And then he went again to stage number four, the person or the stage of asking God questions. We saw this in chapter 10, verse 2 to 11. So I want us, to, I want to get us to uh, Psalm 11, verse 4, that says that the Lord is his, in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes everyone on earth. So when we face trials, instead of complaining, we should be quiet before God and listen. And definitely we will hear from God. And then from all these stages, Job went into stage number three, five. And that is the wrong conclusion or perception of who God is. We saw Job, uh, you know, he started to doubt who God is. He started to say things that are not true of who God is and what God can do. But we should remember, according to Psalm 145, that God is gracious and compassionate. He's slow to anger and he's rich in love. So uh, I just want to uh, encourage us that it doesn't matter what situation that we are in. When we are kind of overwhelmed with situations, we should keep quiet before God. We should continually pray. We should stay in the first stage of Job. That is the stage of praise in the face face of trials and tribulations. We should not allow issues to take us away from the stage of praise in our lives. Amen. Amen. I'd like to invite Brother Eric, please. Praise the Lord. Today I'll be contributing on Job 9 verse 2 and also 17 and 18, which reads, Indeed, I know that this is true, but how can mere mortals prove their innocence before God? He would crush me with a storm and multiply my wounds for no reason. He would not let me catch my breath, but would overwhelm me with misery. And through our study of Job so far, many people have rebuked Job's friends for their own harsh critique of his piety and self-righteousness. And many have spoken about the dangers of judging too quickly without a knowledge of the facts. However, in chapters 9 and 10, we see Job cross a line from understandable frustration into complete and utter animosity towards God and Job's companions. In the first part of this chapter, he sarcastically praises God's judgment, and in the second half, this turns into a downright accusation. Job decides that since he knows he is righteous, God must be a partial and unfair judge, a judge who will not hesitate to condemn the innocent. He even goes as far as to accusing God of irrationally oppressing him and unjustly suppressing his cries of innocence. This shows the extent to which Job felt betrayed, and though he really was innocent, 
His behavior and his lack of respect towards God cannot be excused. He allowed his spirit to be broken down and took out all of his pain on God and on his friends. Many of us have experienced some form of suffering or trials, or both. Unfortunately, the direction the world is taking right now promises further socio-economic and political tribulations, especially for those of us that will hold fast to our beliefs. However, God promises that he will not allow us to be given more than we can handle. With this in mind, we must pray for ourselves and each other that the Holy Spirit will strengthen us and enable us to stand firm, lest we allow our spirits to be broken down in the face of adversity like Job's was. For though the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. Amen. Amen. I would now like to invite Anna Odusami, please. Good evening. I'm going to be contributing from Job chapter 9, 32 and 33, and it states, He is not a mere mortal like me that I might answer him, and we might confront each other in court. 33. If only there was someone to mediate between us, someone to bring us together. And towards the end it says, But as, as it is now stands with me, I cannot. It is clear that Job understood that God is not man. And therefore, he dare not contend with God as he would fail every time. Even through his pain and suffering, he did not consider himself equal to God in speech, conduct or action. Can I ask that we ponder and examine ourselves, myself included, in times where we've been through difficulties and we've used that same reason to contend with God through our speech, conduct and actions? Job is reminding us to repent and refrain from doing so. Even if I even narrow this point down further to our parents, be spiritual or earthly parents, when the Bible says that we must honour our mother and our father so that our days might be long on earth, we often sometimes contend with those. Finally, in verse 33, Job understood that the only way we could settle a dispute effectively was through a system the world calls alternative dispute resolutions, which is through a mediator. Whilst the world relies on earthly mediators and while whilst Job pleaded that he wanted an earthly mediator, we have a more superior heavenly mediator, which we call the Holy Spirit. And I can remind us that I think in January, Apostle said that God often told, well, God told him that we weren't using the Holy Spirit as as we ought to. Again, Job is reminding us of this fact that we're not using the mediator as we ought to. Therefore, we must refrain from contending with God in our trials, but take it to God in prayer, as Reverend Omar taught us, asking the mediator to mediate between ourselves and God in order for us to receive divine solutions and answers from God. If this is Job's standards, then I, I, I dare to take it that our standards will be even much more higher. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I'd now like to invite Pastor Debbie. Job chapter 10 verse 4. It says, do you have eyes of flesh? Do you see as a mortar sees? This is one of the questions Job asks God from a flesh point of view. We are in a better place to answer this question because we have the indwelling spirit of God within us. God is spirit and not mortar. According to John chapter 4 verse 24, and he has eyes like blazing fire, Revelation 19:12. He does not see like mortar sees, 
For man look at the outward appearance, but God look at the heart. 4 Samuel 16, 7. An ordinary man without the spirit sees defeat, sees fear, failure, pain, and impossibility. But God sees victory, success, greatness, goodness, wholeness, prosperity, and also possibility. We need to build up our faith by the renewal of our minds, by the word, in order to operate in the same wavelength God operates. God will never come down to our level, but we should make every effort to come up to his level. Then we will see what he sees. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, he says that we do not look at the things seen, but the things unseen. Because the things that are seen are temporal. But the things unseen are internal. And I've been so much blessed by the teaching of Apostle every evening. Those brief uh, exhortation on faith. And I just pray that as we continue in those series, our faith will be built up. So that we will be able to communicate in the language that God understands, which is the language of faith. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I'll now like to hand back over to Apostle, sir. Yes, Pastor. Thank you so much. I want to thank everyone who have contributed. We can see the correlation of the Spirit of God in all the contributions. But before I hand over to uh, Mommy Reverend Omar tonight, I want us to have this understanding because if you look at somebody explained the, uh, the uh, um, I would say that the stages of um, the mindset of Job, and others confirmed it as well. Job spoke by praising God in the beginning, and when the, the situation went tenser and tenser and tenser, you can see variations where his mind spoke, his faithfulness, his joy, his, his um, you know, resilience with God, then where his flesh triggered him. But you must always understand this, that there are three dispensations in the Bible. The fourth dispensation is the dispensation of conscience. And Job happened to live under that dispensation. The second dispensation is the dispensation of law, which came from Moses. And the last dispensation is the dispensation of grace, which came from Jesus Christ. And we understand the fact that the main reason why we cannot speak as in flesh, like he did, some, some statement that he made is not God, is because at that time, the knowledge of God is limited. In our time, we have the Holy Spirit living inside us. This is the time Hebrew 15, Proverbs 6 to 13 is fulfilled. When the least of the grave will know the Lord by the indwelling Spirit of God. However, we still carry the same flesh. Come on, with the time of Job. And you have heard a lot, you know, from all those who are speaking, have been speaking now from uh, Reverend Omar. That when tribulation and test of your faith come, switch to the Holy Spirit. That's the only thing that can save you. If you still walk in flesh, you would speak like Job. You know, but of course, redemption came, you know, after Job, which is through Christ, which has taken us away from all this stuff. I read the three scriptures to you. Write this down. Number one, Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 8. It says, the end of a matter is better than its beginning. And patience is better than pride. Underline it. You will need it throughout the lecture as mommy goes further. Second scripture. Isaiah 48 verse 10 to 11. It says, see, 
I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. God does it till today. For my own sake. For my own sake, I do this. No, whatever happened to you as a Christian, God did it. He permitted it. Even if your blunder caused it, God permitted it because of God. How can I myself, how can I, how can I let myself be defamed? So anything that God allows you to go through cannot defame God. Then he says, I will not yield my glory to another. And finally, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I'm sure that today we are going to a deeper dimension now of the life of the man called Job. So I welcome to my platform, Reverend Omar Williams, to, to carry on with our lecture on Job chapter 11 and 12. Praise the Lord tonight. It's wonderful to be in His presence again. And I want to thank God for those of you that contributed tonight. It's wonderful, it's powerful, and it's great. May the Lord continue to increase you and support Amen. you in everything that you do in the name of Jesus. Uh, I also want to thank God for the testimonies that have been coming in. You know, and I really want to encourage you to send in more testimonies. Like someone said to me, said, look, I avoid reading the book of Job Because I think it's the only people that have problems that read that uh, book. Someone said, I can only read the word, a few chapters and I'm, I'm, I'm done. But since you've been teaching us the Bible, I can see the way, the way God is using it to, 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 to apply it. That is a, it's from a different uh, faith that I now see the, see the Bible. So I really want to thank God for your life. And I want you to continue, you know, to read the word. Because Ezekiel said he, he, he ate the word and it was sweet as honey. But the word of God is sweet. I just want to encourage you. The more you read the word of God, the more you grow. The more you read the word of God, the more you grow in God. So I want to encourage you not to take this lightly at all. And I also want to say thank you to the Apostle and to the members of the church for the opportunity granted me to be teaching you the Word of God. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will give every one of us the heart of flesh and uh, so that we can take in like the good soil and in the end will increase in every, in the every area, areas of our lives. That takes me to the book of Job chapter 11 that we are reading and chapter 12 tonight before I read the notes. Job 11, uh, from verse, chapter 11 from verse 1. Then Zophar, Zophar, the Namathite, replied, Are all these words to go unanswered? This is the, 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 Job's, the, the Job's third friend. Is this talker to be vindicated? This blabber, is he to be vindicated? Will your idle talk reduce men to silence? Will no one rebuke you when you mock? You say to God, my beliefs are flawless and I'm pure in your sight. Oh, how I wish that God would speak, that he would open his lips against you. And disclose to you the secret of wisdom. For true wisdom has two sides. 
know this. God has even forgotten some of your sins. Can you pardon the miseries of God? Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? They are higher than the heavens. What can you do? They are deeper than the depth of the grave. What can you what can you know? Their measure is longer than the earth and wider than the than the sea. If he comes along and confines you in prison and conveys a court, who can oppose him? Surely he recognizes deceitful men. When he sees evil, does he not take note? But a witless man can no more become wise than a wild donkey's colt can be born to man. Yet, if you devote your heart to him and stretch out your hands to him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then you will lift up your face without shame. You will stand firm and without fear. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as what has gone by. Life will be brighter than noonday, and darkness will become like morning. You will be secure because there is hope. You will look about you and take rest, and take your rest in safety. You will lie down with no one to make you afraid, and many will cut your fame. But the eyes of the wicked will fail and escape, will elude them. Their hope will become a dying gasp. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. That takes us to chapter 12. Then Job replied, that's all what Job, all the accusation that Job's friend can bring to Job in his trial. Chapter 12, Job, chapter 12, verse 1. Then Job replied, Doubtless you are the people, and wisdom will die with you. But I have a mind as well as you. I'm not inferior to you. Who does not know all these things have become a laughing stock to my friends? Though I called upon God and he answered. A mere laughing stock, though righteous and blameless. Men at ease have contempt for misfortune, as the fate of those whose feet are slipping. The scent of marauders are undisturbed, and those who provoke God are secure. Those who carry their God in their hands, but ask the animals, and they will teach you. I want you to start to underline from that verse 7. All the birds <clears throat> of the air, and they will tell you. Or speak to the earth, and it will teach you. Or let the fish of the sea inform you. Which of all this does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature, and the breath of all mankind. Does not the air test words as a tongue test food? Underline all these words, because these are words of wisdom. The ears test words. Be careful to hear as the tongue tastes food. Mm -hmm. Be careful of 
the way you, 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 you use your tongue is not wisdom found among the age or aged. Does not long life bring understanding? To God belongs wisdom and power underlying that because the Bible says strength and power is in the sanctuary. And God is the provider of wisdom and power. So does anyone lack wisdom? He said we should ask God. The only one that can give us wisdom. To God belong wisdom and power, counsel and understanding are ease. If we know all these things, we will not suffer. He said, verse 14, what it tears down and can what it tears down, I want you to begin to see all these words that describes God's sovereignty. Which when I read my notes, I'll be able to bring them out more. That to God belongs wisdom. Is it not wisdom? Is not wisdom from that verse 12 found among the aged? Does not long life bring understanding? To God belongs wisdom and power, counsel and understanding are ease. This is what describes God's sovereignty. What it tears down can be rebuilt. I cannot be rebuilt. The man in prisons cannot be released. If he holds back the waters, there is drought. That is when God holds back rain, there will always be drought or famine. May he not hold back rain concerning us. If you let them loose, they devastate the land. That is, if there is flood, then the, 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 the heart will be in a mess. The world will be in a mess. <laughs> to him belongs strength and victory. Another word describing, sentence describing the sovereignty of God. When we know this, that to him belongs wisdom and power. To him belongs strength and victory. Then we always will know that we are on the victory side with the Lord. He said, both deceived and deceiver are his. Either you like you are cunning, and you are not cunning, like you are not straightforward. We all belong to God. May God repair us like the car that needs mechanic for, for, goes to mechanic for repair. Describing the sovereignty of God in that verse 17, he said, he leads counselors and ways strict and make fools of judges. He takes off the shackles put on by kings and ties a, a, a loin cloth around their waist. He leads priests away streets and overthrows men long established. He silences the lips of trusted advisors and takes away the discernment of elders. He pours contempt on nobles and disarms the mighty. Sovereignty of God continue. He reveals the deep things of darkness and bring deep shadows into the into, into the light. He makes nations great and destroys them. He enlarges nations and disperses them. He deprives the leaders of the earth of their reason. He sends them wandering through a trackless waste. They grope in darkness with no light. He makes them stagger like donkeys. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy words. That takes us to a note. Just to conclude from last week uh, that you have all uh, con uh, contributed to, want us to note this word from the book of Proverbs chapter 13 verse 12, the common scriptures that we read all the time. 
says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But a longing fulfills is the tree of life. He talks about the life of Job from the beginning to the end. So his hope was deferred, his heart was sick, he went through a lot of challenges, he went through a lot of trials. And at the end of the tunnel, there was light for Job. That is what you saw, that everything that was stolen from Job was restored wonderfully. So it will happen to anyone that is going through times and situations today. Job's hope was deferred, and this caused his heart to, seek, to be sick. And this was the reason for his complaint towards the end of, the, of this chapter, that is the chapter 10. He wished he should have been dead, which we, 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 we stand on seriously last week. He wished Job which he would have been dead. Did you, have you found yourself in such a situation? The Lord is taking you out of it in Jesus' Amen. name. He wished he should have been dead, buried, and be no more. Job chapter 10, I stepped more on that verse 18 to 22 and related it to chapter 3. So you can go back to chapter 3. How Job cursed the day of his birth. Sometimes we are going through times and situations, we are going through problems, and then we are wishing ourselves, like some of the ones that told say, look, I don't even read that book of Job because it doesn't encourage. But today, since you began to teach the book of Job, I see that there is more light yeah. for anyone that is going through situations that we can rely, we can choose the right thing to do and the wrong thing not to do when we look at the life of Job because there was great results at the end of the day. So I want us to really make sure that uh, we learn from this uh, lifestyle of Job from that chapter 10, 18 to 22, and the whole of chapter 3 so that we cannot fall victim of what Job has gone through. That takes us to chapter 11, verse 1 to 20. This is an argument of Zophar's, uh, 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 Job's third friend in his first speech to Job. The other two friends have been speaking, but now it's his turn to speak. His first response from Job, Job's third friend, the first response from him. Zophar urged Job to repent. You know, there are some times that we, we, we know how to point accusing fingers to people around us when they are going, you said, maybe you're saying, maybe this is, this, that, that. We try to, this is what Job's friend was doing here. And in that Job, chapter 11, 1 to 7, he said, then Zophar the Namathite replied, are all these words, that is, this multitude of words that you have spoken, all these things that you have talked about, these meaningless words, because he said, all these words, these words say that they are just words for nothing. There are so many, but it doesn't make sense. This meaningless word that you are spoken in that verse too, he said, are all these words to go unanswered? Is this talker or blabber to be vindicated? Or can you be justified? Because you are just a talker. You don't know how to talk. You just know how to blab. That is one who foolishly expressed himself. That is what he was referring to. Every word that you have spoken does not hold water. You are a blabber. Your words are multitude of words. They have no meaning. With your idle talk, their idle talk, as far as this uh, friend is concerned, verse 3, reduce men to silence. All this talk cannot make us to be dumb and be looking at you. Will no one rebuke you when you mock? All these words are just mockery. In that verse why he said, you say to God, my beliefs are flawless and I'm pure in your sight. 
Verse 5, oh how I wish that God would speak, that he would open his lips against you. Verse 6, and disclose to you the secret of wisdom, for true wisdom has two sides. Know this, God has even forgotten some of your sins. Can you fathom the miseries of God? Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? The argument of Zophar's first speech implies or suggested that Job was lying about his righteousness and that God has given Job less punishment. That's why Job could talk. He suggested in his speech that Job should repent from his sins and God will restore him. In that verse 13 to 20, he said a lot of things. From his speech, he suggested that the wicked, not the righteous, will always suffer. So then Job is a wicked man. That's what uh, he uh, implies. Can you imagine the type of or kind of friend he is? Can, can, can we imagine this type of friend that is only pointing accusation to his friend? There is an adage that says, a friend in need is a friend indeed. Mm. This came to my spirit and I feel I should just say that. When we are friends, let us be real friends. Let's not only be friends because of what we grab from people, but let us be friends indeed, not only friends in need. There are some friends that are closer to us to encourage us in the midst of our problems or when we are faced with problems or in a, in a dangerous or particular situation. Some friends try to blame and run commentaries. Mm. Like this Zofa. Blaming and running commentaries. You think you are wise, you think you are all this blabbing and you cannot, it doesn't move us. The, 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 the wrong commentaries trying to upset and worsening other people's situation. Like in this case of Zofa, Joe's friend and other friends. Other two friends. Such friends are only ignorant and they lack wisdom. They can be likened to the simple. They can also be likened to mockers. They can also be like, likened to fools, according to Proverbs 1, 20 to 26. And I believe that if they can only, these friends can only submit to Jesus' authority. A lot of times people go to church, you think they are Christian, but they, they are not really Christian. They are carnal Christians, like these Job's friends. They are friends that know the way, maybe they are friends when Job has money and everything, so they are only going for Job's money. That God, only God can, can prove that. So these friends are not really allowing Jesus, you know, sound, allowing Jesus to, 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 to rule their lives. You can see today, because of the word of God that we study, we have the word of God, and we cannot go into all these kind of things. But if we are carnally minded, the enemy can use us. May we not be carnally minded. May we allow Jesus to be enthroned in our lives. And in that Proverbs chapter 1, 20 to 26, what does it say? It says, wisdom calls aloud in the streets. You, you, a lot of you that have listened to my message, you have seen that I've really pieced this word, wisdom. Jesus is the wisdom of God according to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 24. Say, wisdom calls aloud in the streets. She raises her voice in the public squares. This is Jesus. Anyone that wants Jesus. Jesus is everywhere. He wants to talk to us, he wants to talk to us in the church, he wants to talk to us in our homes, he wants to talk to us at the airport. He said, at the end of the noisy streets, that is in the marketplaces, she cries. At the gateway of the city, she makes her speech. At the airport, gateways of the city, at the seaport, 
He wants to meet us. He wants to talk to us. And what is Jesus saying? How long will you simple like Job's friends? Peradventure, you see yourself in this picture. You don't want to be the simple ones who love your simple ways. You always like to blame people. There is nothing that people do that you are satisfied with. Every time you complain about people, even when people are doing the right thing, you, are, you, you, you continue to complain about them. Are you such friend that is so simple that all what you want to do is to destroy people? That is only the work of the enemy. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. How long will you simple ones love your simple way? These, these are Job's friends. You can see these three elements uh, represented in Job's uh, friend's line. They love their simple ways. All they want to do is to blame, 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 blame. They don't blame God. They blame God. They, don't, they, they do a lot of atrocities. How long will you mockers? They are mockers. They delight in mockery. You can see the way uh, Zophar was acting. And fools hate knowledge. They are fools. You can see these three represented. May we not be simple. May we not be mockers. And may we not be fools. If you had responded to my rebuke, I would have poured out my heart to you and made my thought known to you. If they had followed Jesus, Jesus would have taught them how to associate or how to counsel a friend that is in, in need, a friend that is in trouble, a friend that is going through trials, a friend that is going through tribulation of his life. Jesus would have helped them to know how to speak the right word. The word that's supposed to come out of their mouth would have been seasoned with salt. But in this case, they are one leg in and one leg out. And when in time of trouble, they were not able to give the right counsel. Verse 23 of that proverb says, If you had responded to my rebuke, I would have poured out my heart to you and made my thought known to you. But since you rejected me when I called, and no one gave you when I stretched out my hand. Since you ignored all my advice, I would not accept my rebuke. In, I, in turn, will laugh at your disaster. I will mock when calamity overtakes you. Because you have not been able to, 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 to encourage other people around you. When is your turn that you go through trials and tribulation? He said, God himself will laugh. God in heaven speaks according to that Psalm 2 and laugh. They will not experience God's laugh. In Jesus, that type of laugh in Jesus' name. How, let's now reference uh, Zophar's view on God's greatness. You know, I've been talking about the sovereignty of God. And everything. But let's see Zophar's view on this. And that you can see in that 11, uh, chapter 11, 7 to 9. He said, can God fandom the, mis uh, can, uh, can you fandom the miseries of God? We cannot approve his limit. Can you probe the limit of the Almighty? So can you fandom it? Can you probe the limit of the Almighty? That was 7 of uh, Job 11. Verse 8 says, they are higher than the heavens. What can you do? They are deeper than the depth of the grave. What, what can you know? Another one said, their measure is longer than the earth. Verse 9, wider than the sea. May, may, may God help us in everything that we do, so that we have like a greater understanding. And in chapter 12, 1 to 25, God has the whole world in his hands. You must know this. That's when I began to tell us about the sovereign, the way uh, uh, 
uh, uh, those uh, friends over and view God in that eleven and using it to count Job. May God grant us grace and wisdom to do great things in God. In that 12, 1 to 25, Job was angry with his three friends because of their speeches or contribution, which makes him uncomfortable. This was the third one. The other two said what they want to say. Uh, by the time we're finishing, we are going to be looking into these three friends, how their words, the words of their mouths were uncomfortable to help in a your situation. God even called it back when we start to read towards the end of Job 38, somewhere there. You will see that God, it was God that actually brought this out again to tell them that what you have done is bad. And through that, he was able to encourage Job and restore all Job's fortune back. He spoke of his innocence and felt God was the cause of his suffering. In a sense, he was right. This was Job. He was right in a sense because in that, when he was to respond to his friend, Zophar, he spoke of his innocence and said God was the cause of his suffering. I caused, caused this trouble. And you will bear with me when we studied the book of Job chapter 1. He was right because Satan would have not touched Job if he had not been permitted by God. In that Job chapter 1, verse 9 to 12, Satan went to, to, to God and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied, Have you not? Because when he brought accusation against Job, God said, Look, God, do anything. So Satan responded to God before he went to meet Job. He said, Does Job fear you, God, for nothing? Satan replied, Have you not put an edge around him and his household? And everything he has, you have blessed the work of his hands, so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, everything he has is in your hands, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. That was when he was able to do all what he started to do and creating bad, wrong situation around Job and, you know, and this was what caused Job's problem. So, when Job was to respond to his friend, he was able to say, God is the cause of my problem. But if you look at it, it is true, but God, God is sovereign. He can stop it, but he didn't want to stop it. He just wants his word to come to pass that Job is a good man. Note, it was from this moment that Satan started to deal with Job, with God's warning in that chapter 1 verse 12, that he is only allowed to touch his possessions, but must not lay a finger on Job. See, God wants him concerning them. Amen? Touch not my anointed one and make my prophet known. Um, Job 12, 9-10. Which of these... Which of all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? This was Job talking to That is God that caused my trouble. Meaning, everyone knows that Job's uh, uh, problem, or his problem, or Job's disaster, comes from the hand of the Lord. According to that, Job 12, 9. 
when he gets to the verse, he said, in his hand is the life of every creature, the breath of all mankind. So for the life of every living thing is in God's hand. And the breath of every human being is in God's hand. So he's the only one that can allow uh, anything to happen to us if he, if he wants to allow it. But he will still protect us in it. And I wrote here also meaning that if God is the controller of our lives, Satan has no right over us. That's right. Let us know that God is the controller <coughs> of our lives. Whatever happens to us, whatever situation happens to us, we must always see God as the author and the finisher of our faith. Therefore, our confidence must only be in God and our lives are secured in Him. And we reference the lamentation that we read in the, uh, according to Jeremiah's lamentation, that uh, lamentation chapter 3, verse 37 says, Who can speak and have it happen if the Lord has not decreed it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High, 38? that both calamities and good things come. Yeah. So, you know, different scriptures confirm this, but to mention but one. That, in that Job 12, 14 to 25, God is sovereign and can do whatever he chooses to do. He's always God and no one can query him. You must always know that. You cannot query him. Now, in that 14... To 35. Let's note all, uh, all the things that God does. You can see that in that verse 14 to 35. 14 to 35. Number one, He can make the wise foolish and the foolish wise. That is the God that we serve. <laughs> he can destroy and can also make nations great. That is the God that we serve. No one can do what he does. Yes. That is the God that we serve. He's all wise God mm. and we can depend on him. Even when the going is tough. Mm. Can I encourage you tonight? I don't know what you are going through. See God in every situation of your life. He's able to turn the God we serve. He's able to turn our fortune around. He did not say to us in the book of Psalm 23. There are several scriptures here that I did. Because of time, I want just to finish. Verse 4. He said, Though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, because God is always there with us. The God we serve, the sovereignty of the God we serve. To him belongs strength. And insight. All this you can see from verses chapter 12, 14 to 35. He leads rulers away strict and make fools of judges. Mm. All these are in the scriptures. Bible references. He takes off the shackles, put on kings. He pours content on nobles and disarms the mighty ones. You can see that in the book of Daniel, chapter My 5. Lord. That yes. is the sovereignty of God that we serve. So I will advise so don't let pride come over you. Because that's what he can, he can, he can, he can relieve kings from the throne. Mm. He reveals the deep things of darkness mm -hmm. and bring utter darkness into light. Mm -hmm. Genesis 1 verse 1. 
the beginning was God, God was, uh, God was the light, and, and the light was the, word, was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was, was light. Was I was God. God. So, there's this one one, not John that I'm seeing here. Then Exodus 12, 29 to 32. Because of time, we cannot go into that. And many more that will reveal to us. God is the one that forms the dark, is the one that creates light out of darkness. So what is your problem today? The God of light is still sovereign. The same God that Job was talking about is still sovereign. So let us bring ourselves under the protection of this God and be seated with him in the heavenly places. As long as we don't shift focus, as long as we continue to watch and see him, the author and the finisher of our faith, he will always be there for us. What is it that we are going through at this hour? God is in it. So call on me in times of trouble and I will deliver you. God is ready to deliver us. The woman of God said, uh, concerning the songwriter, he said, the reason why we go through all these problems and we remain in them is because we have not taken it to God in prayer, according to that name. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. May God strengthen us. May God help us. May God make us to be steadfast before him as we take our problems to him in prayer, believing that he has answered us. Because he said, while we are yet speaking, he will answer all he has answered. So may God bless us, keep us, and encourage us as we go through life. In Jesus' name, amen. I rest my truth here tonight. Wow, this is awesome, isn't it? Come on now, we're going to praise, you are going to praise God. Having this in your mind, words both Job and his friend, unlearned friend, though he's unlearned, he is a person who has the knowledge of God, but in the context of application, he got it wrong. He began by saying, um, in the previous study, well, chapter those, those 11, verse 7, verse 7 mm-hmm. I, I want to focus on God, what both of them said about God. Yes, mm-hmm. he says, can you fathom the mysteries of God? This is your God. Mm-hmm. Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? No one can. Mm-hmm. They are higher than the heavens. Mm-hmm. What can mm-hmm. you do? They are deeper than the depth of grave. Mm-hmm. What can you know? Mm-hmm. Their measure is longer than they are and wider than the sea. If it comes along and confines you in prison and conveys a court, who can oppose him? This is what your God is. And if you look at it in application to what it can do against your enemies, against the power that oppress you, mm-hmm. that man got it right. But when he will apply it to Job, he got it wrong. From verse 11, you will say that. But I want us to thank God for who God is. And Job responded further about who God is in chapter uh, 12, verse 13. He says, to God belong wisdom and power, counsel, understanding, and his, uh, or counsel and understanding are his. What he tears down cannot be revealed. A man he imprisons cannot be released. If he holds back the waters, they are drought. 
If he lets loose the water, I'll, bang, I'll break their bank. They devastate the land. To him belongs strength and victory. Both deceived and the deceiver are in his hand. They are his. You are going to lift up your voice and praise the awesomeness of the sovereign Lord. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your awesomeness. This is a little expression of what God is. You are limitless God. You are boundaryless God. You have no boundary. You have no limit. Who can question you? But the end of the matter is better than the beginning for those who love you. Though the mountains be shaken, though they may be removed to the ends of the earth, there is a river, David said, the flow of which shall make a man happy. It is the place of God. Lord will bless you for who you are. Thank God for who God is. This book of Job had given us more understanding of the awesomeness of our God. The Bible says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Whatever you are going through now, let your heart begin to rejoice. Let your soul begin to be thankful of God because your end is better. Yes, your end is better. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 8, the end of a matter is better than the beginning. And patience is better. Lift up your voice. Thank God for patience. Giving you patience with God that your mouth will not utter anything wrong before God. It does not matter what you are going through. Maybe you have some friends around you right now like this friend Elihu, who was talking and blabbing, both Elihu and Zopa, the rest of them, they were all blabbing by the word of God, accusing the first two friends, accusing the second one, the third one, which is the Zopa, accused him. You are going to thank God. Maybe you are in that situation. People are telling you that. Don't you think that it is your sin that caused this? Begin to thank God that it is not your sin. Because the Bible says, if God were to mark sin, who will stand? Lift up your voice and thank God. God did not allow the teeth of the enemy to tear you. Whatever you are going through, don't worry. Some people can say that they don't serve God like you, but they don't have all these problems. No, 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 never mind about it. Understand what God is saying through the scripture. That God is not a man that he should lie. He says, see, I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. Maybe you are going through your own test of furnace of affliction now. He said, for my own sake. He took Jesus through it. He was taking us through it. But at the end of it, God will take glory. He said, I will not yield my glory to another. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. The Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. Thank God for your tribulation. Thank God for your trial. The end of your trial will end up in celebration. Your sorrow will not tarry to the end. After a, a night of sorrow, there is a morning of, of, of joy. Your morning of joy has come. It's the month of your fulfillment. Lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Though men may not understand you, but God understands you. Father, we exalt you. He will not tempt us with evil. Things around us may not be good, but God will never allow us to fall. He will never allow anything that is bigger than our faith to happen to us.
Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Now tell God, pray and tell God to give you the endurance. Tell God to give you the patience. Tell God, tell God to give you the patience to go through. Everybody have their own branch of trial. Every man will go through trial in this world. Tell the Lord in the midst of my trial, do not let me listen to men who are talking nonsense. People who talk from their own brain as if they do not have their own problem. Do not let their words overwhelm me. Tell the Lord, let your thought overwhelm my heart. Let your thought overwhelm my soul. Because you are good God. Tell him. And everything you do is good. Lord bless your name. The testing of my faith will bring up perseverance in me. And perseverance will end up in joy in me. Celebrate God for what God is. Celebrate God for what God was. Celebrate God for what God will be. Father, we bless you, 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 we bless you. We exalt and glorify your holy name, O God. Father, be thou exalted. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Now I want us to pray from some of the scriptures we read today, especially John chapter 5 and 6. John chapter 5 is one of my favorite scriptures. When Jesus went to a pool, he singled out one man, only one man. The Bible says that the pool of Bethesda, they are used to lie there lame and the blind and the paralyzed. But Jesus went to one man, tell, pray and say, Father, locate me today in the midst of multitude on the world and answer my cry. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as you went to the book of Pool of Bethesda and you located that man, that man, that man, that man, though there were lame and there were blind there in the whole pool, but you located the man who had been invalid for the past 38 years. Tell the Lord, my God, locate me today, locate me tonight, locate me tonight, locate me tonight. Every invalid Validity in my life. Yes, Father, yes, touch yes, them. Yes, Tell yes, the yes, Lord yes, to touch your yes, invalidity. This is the month of promise. Yes, Jesus yes, went to yes, that yes, man. Yes, God, yes, tell yes, the Lord. Yes, tonight I pray this. It is my turn, oh God. It is my turn, oh God. Touch me, Jesus. Touch me, Jesus. Touch me, Jesus. As you touch the invalid in the pool of Bethesda. Tell the Lord in my invalidity. Oh Lord, manifest yourself. Manifest yourself. You told that man, carry your man, the man that has carried me all this year. Father, today I will carry it. The limit that Satan has put in my life. Tell the Lord, today it shall be removed. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I receive my healing. I receive my wellness. In the name of Jesus, I receive my healing against my pain, against my sorrow. I receive joy against my trial. I receive promotion. Against my joblessness, I receive glorious job. Against my impossibility, I receive solution. Begin to confess. Remember, in the time God is speaking about the power of the word of God in your lips. What you say today will happen to you. Lord, you heal that man regardless of his faith. You heal him because you want to. Locate me, oh God, tonight. Locate me, oh Jesus, tonight. Locate me, my King, tonight. Locate me, my God, tonight. Locate me with your mercy. Locate me with your mercy. Tell the Lord, extra my life. 
Tell him to x-ray your life. Every invalidity disappear in the name of Jesus. Every problem disappear in the name of Jesus. Jesus touched my life. Jesus touched my family. Jesus touched my children. Jesus touched my, my, uh, my generation to come. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Tell the Lord it is your time. It is your time. It is your time. If you are sick in your body today, you pick up your mouth and you are discharge. Yes, Lord. We yes, every sick person. Oh, you, oh God, Jesus of Nazareth, the power that went in Bethesda to release that man will send the power to the atmosphere. In every house, in every life, in everybody that is under my voice. Healing, 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 healing. In the name of Jesus, we release the power of Jesus. In Bethesda pool, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. Everyone under in family, we are made whole, you are made whole, you are made whole. Every house receive creative miracle. Rapta, bosta, maba. Those of you on the street receive it. Receive it. If you are in the office, receive it. Power, 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 power. Riparoto, simalaka, prelemundo. The same power with which Jesus raised that man and told him who have been invalid for 38 good years. Karebonde sitaha. Your day of deliverance has come. Your day of manifestation has come. Your day of glory has come. Your joblessness is over. Your pain is over. Rato, rama, balerete. Rikepopo. It was a creative miracle. Receive your creative miracle. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Let the power of God surround every house. Let the power of God surround. Every place that is hearing my voice now. Surround them by your power of God. Let your glory surround. Let your fire surround. Let your fire be manifest in every house that is hearing me. In every ear that is hearing me. In every body that is hearing me. Shandarama Sorodo. Father, we praise your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. Amen. In verse 14 it says, Later Jesus found the man in the temple and said to him, See, you are well. Stop sinning. Or something worse will happen to you. You want to pray against sin. Jesus revealed to us there that sin brings worse things. We are going to pray, Father, kill the appetite of sin in my life. Destroy sin in my heart, in my body. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we present our mind to you. We present our body to you. Kill the appetite of sin. Kill the act of sin in our body, in our soul, in our mind. Father, send your fire. God, the Holy Spirit. Tell the God, the Holy Spirit, to send his fire, 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 fire into your mind, into our soul, into our body, into our heart. Every act of sin be consumed with fire. Be consumed with fire. Every attitude that we have inherited that is contrary to God, Holy Ghost fire destroy them. Holy Ghost fire consume them. Holy Ghost fire consume them. Every way of thinking that we receive from my ancestors, from my parents, from my friends, from my friends around us, that is contrary to God. Holy Ghost destroy. Holy Ghost destroy. Spirit of pride. Spirit of anger. Be destroyed. Be destroyed. Argumentative spirit. Be uprooted from your in the name of Jesus, spirit of fighting, be removed and be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, malice be destroyed. Every attitude that God hates, we command that the power of God will attack the body, attack the soul, and destroy them. Any sin, any spirit of witchcraft, Holy Ghost consume, consume them, consume them, consume them, consume them. In the places that are hearing my voice, all around them, send your fire, Holy Spirit. Send your fire. The Bible says you send your word, it delivers. 
Delivered your people. I speak deliverance, separation between demons of hell. Every demon of hell assigned against us to make us falter before God. Holy Ghost fire, I consume them. Holy Ghost fire, destroy them. Holy Ghost fire, destroy them. Holy Ghost fire, destroy them. Holy Ghost. Today is the day of liberty. Every sin that caused the plague of the devil against you or the affliction of hell. Holy Ghost fire, destroy them completely. Separate us from them. In Jesus' anointed name. One more prayer we will pray tonight. He said, in verse 17, you know, the, 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 the Jews questioned Jesus and they tried to kill him. Jesus said in verse 17 to them, Jesus said to them, my father is always at this work to this very day. And I too am working. I think two more prayers will pray. Let's pray this prayer of work. You are telling God, Father, work over me. Work over my family. Work over my life. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lord, the Father is always at work. Lord. Father, yes, Father, yes, the Son yes, said you are always at work. I believe yes, it. Yes, Lord, yes. work in my life. Work Lord, complete your work in Christ's tabernacle. Work over every family in my church. Work over yes, every member yes, of my family. Work over every member, oh God, among my relatives, my friends. If you have parents, bring them before God. If you have children, bring them before God. If you have grandchildren, bring them before God. Father, Lord, you are still working. You are still working. Complete your work, God. Complete your work, O oh God. Let us see your work. Manifestation of work. Well, manifest yourself. He said, I am so working. Oh Lord Jesus, work in us. Work in us. Work in us to will and to do. Work in us to will and to do. Override our will by your will, O oh God. Overturn the will of man by your will, O oh God. Overturn the will of Satan by your will. Finish your work, Lord. Finish your work, Lord. Work in us, Lord. Work in us, Lord. Work in our soul. Work in our mind. Work in our heart. Work in our body. Work in our church. Work in our business. Work in our education. Work in our brain. Father, Lord, work. Complete your work, O oh God. Tonight, work, 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 work. Mask Prada Kata. And give all the spirit to work. Give all the same heart to work. If the Father is working and the Son is working, we too must be working. Father, help us to work. Help us to do the work you have sent us. Help me, O oh God, to do the work you have sent me. Begin to tell God. Help me to finish my work. Help me to finish my work. Help me to finish my work. Give me strength. Give me power. Give me resources. To finish my work, oh God. Because God, you are working. Father, you are working. Lord Jesus, you are working. Your spirit in me, let it work through me. Let it work in me. Let it work through me. Your gift to me, let it work. Let it work. Let it work. I must work. I must work too. The power to work. The heart to work. The resilience to work. The strength to work and not be tired. Let it come upon me. From the vein of Jesus, I receive it. I thank you, Lord, because it's done. In Jesus' holy name, we are praying. And this is the last prayer I could say that. Then, for this reason, the Jews tried to kill him. They had to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, he was even calling God his father. Hallelujah. Making himself equal to God. My, my, my. That's a great revelation. That if God calls you my son, then he had made you God. Is that is true? Because the book of Psalms says, don't we know that ye are gods, ye are sons of the living God. Mm-hmm. What a privilege and honor that through the blood of Jesus, we have become mm-hmm. part of God the divine. Yes, Look, we have been praying like um, ants 
Because we do not have this comprehension, understanding. God is saying, if you are like him, and you have been seated in the right hand of God, in the heavenly places, no angel can sit there, but you and I. Now we begin to exercise the authority, our Godhood authority. That is what God has been teaching us. Even through this book of Job, you can see glaringly, as mighty as God is, and then he has adopted us into his family. What a great opportunity. You are going to pray in verse 19. Jesus gave them this answer. I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees the father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son does also. That is your prayer point. That God the father open my eyes. Let me see what you are doing. Lord Jesus, give me the same encounter. Verse 20 says, for the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Yes. To your amazement, he will show him even greater things than this. For just as the father raises the dead, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yes. And gives life. Mm-hmm. Even the son gives life. Karabambosha. You and I want to enter that realm. Tell the Lord before the end of this September, take me to the realm of sight. Take me to the realm of sight. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. I want to see what you are doing, Lord Jesus. I want to see what you are doing. As you saw what the Father is doing, oh, show me what you are doing, Lord. Show me what you are doing, Lord Jesus. Show me what you are doing, Lord Jesus, so that I can do what you are doing. As the Son raise the dead, let me raise the dead. As the Son heal the sick, let me heal the sick. Father, Lord, as the Son give life, let me give life to the perishing, bringing them to salvation. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. Give me insight. Give me knowledge. Give me insight. Give me knowledge. Give me insight. Give me knowledge. As the Father shows the Son, Lord Jesus, show me. Lord, show me. Lord, show me everything that you want me to know. Everything that you are doing. Help me to know. Help me to know your decision in every decision I will make. Help me to know your mind in every intention I have. Reveal to me, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. Reveal to me, Lord. Open my eyes. Don't let me walk in blindness. Because you are the light in darkness. Don't let me walk in darkness. Father, give me knowledge. Not thought, but knowledge. Give me insight, oh God. Give me insight. Open my eyes to see by vision, by understanding, that what you will do tomorrow, let me see today. What you want me to do this month, let me see it in this month. What you want me to do next month, reveal it to them to me in this month. What you want me to do next year, let me see them. Lord, before we get to the end of December, Father, barrage of revelation is a, is a, is a, is a vision of heaven. Reveal to me what you want to do in my country. Reveal to me what you want to do in other nations. Reveal to me the plan you have for this world. Reveal to me what you plan for next year. So that I will not walk in ignorance. I will not be deceived by the wave of this world. Help me to know. Help me to see. Help me to understand. Help me to know. Help me to see. Help me to understand. Your plan, your plan, your plan, your plan, your plan, your plan. Carry me by your Holy Spirit into the heart of the Father. That I may know the plan of the Father. So that we can walk in life with the Holy Spirit. And your name can be glorified. We exalt and magnify thee. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying with our Amen. Lift up your voice and thank God for this minute. We thank you for this hour. <clears throat> Bless be your name. Thank you for answering your prayers. 
Nanda rano sacra badoshita. Lele lusi palemonde zegrida koma legra listo. Roto rotoski paralete di. Da reduso malenda. Zebre kebumba le momba le grotista. Nera karemositara maya. Papa pralete lusko pale. De le soto loboski enamanta. Reto malebre kuboyende. Father we bless you, 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 we bless you. Nekra tanta. Brakaranda seredonde. Shidemongra le monso kalumba. Father, we bless your holy name. We exalt you. We magnify the Jehovah. Rika teramito palimonde saria. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Terra, terra, rete, 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 ma paroto, roto, yetre discalabonde, me refusto lo bronza, me lo gusta, raca brantesto lo bonde, de rimas corrondes que baladí, chora mera meto roto y calembro lende, me vale, rete su pale monda siria, granta le gronde siria monde, pareto rametobra, librondos caramá, blessed be your holy name, thank you father, in Jesus anointed name we are praying. Amen, amen. Amen and amen. Now, let me pray with you. Father, we thank you so much for today. It is so awesome, Lord. We don't really understand fully what you are saying. Mm-hmm. What you are saying in, in the, what you, what's, uh, 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 the, the two people, Job, Job and uh, Zophar, were saying about you. We have a glimpse of it, but Lord, tonight we are going to deliberate more on it. How awesome you are, oh God. Really, if we go back to Elihu and, 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 and the other friend of Job, we will see more things they said about you. Too awesome, too awesome, too awesome. Open our understanding, of Father. Help us to comprehend you from the words that they are speaking. You are beyond imagination of men. Lord, and yet we have you, and we, we walk on earth as nothing. Father, let that be changed tonight in every life in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Give us a deeper knowledge of who you are. Let everyone under my voice encounter you in a new dimension. Now we now extend our prayer to the church of the living God on earth. Not just people who are listening to me, but the whole church of God on earth. Lord, reveal yourself to every Christian in the dimension that is deeper than what we know. Reveal yourself to our children, our generations to come, in a dimension that is deeper than all this. Reveal yourself, O oh God, in the midst of nations. In this season, you told me next year shall be the, light, the year of lights. Masatarata, Brambosh Kapurodo. They will pass through the earth and the eyes of men shall see them flying past Salemon Garadish Karada without destroying anywhere. As they come in, in the atmosphere, they go back. Masita. Ah, God. Lighten our mind, O oh God. Lighten our understanding of God. Let us enter. Before we enter next year, give us a, 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 a deeper knowledge. Take us to the realm of avalanche revelation about who you are, oh God. Such that we terrify our hearts on earth and we cause man to cry unto you. Lord! Turn your, 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 your rot away from us. Open the doors and floodgates of mercy upon the sons of men upon the earth. Yea, Lord. Even if the works of the hands of men are wicked, 
Your mercy can change stony heart. Yea, Lord, give them the heart that will obey and respond to you. Terrify them so that they may turn to you. Father, but spare them of your wrath. I'm talking about the world, Lord. Father, 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 disaster looms, but you have power to stop it. Stop it, Lord, that it will not burst upon mankind. Mercy, Lord, Trita Borita, push it forward and bring repentance, Lord. Oh, sovereign Lord, we pray, we plead, we plead, we plead, we plead for the earth that you have created. Do not let rebellious and godless people cause your anger to destroy the innocent. Oh, King of Heaven, pour your spirit upon everyone under my voice that they may be filled with the Holy Spirit. Fill with your fire, fill with your unction, fill with your grace and gifts. Everyone under my voice tonight. We bless and glorify your name. Thank you for healing the sick among us. Thank you for giving life to the dead, listening to me, bringing them back to your light. Alive. I prophesy to you tomorrow, it shall be great. Tomorrow shall be morrow of answer. Amen. It shall be the morrow of dancing. Amen. It shall be the morrow of fulfillment. Amen. It shall be the morrow of manifestation. Amen. Your long expected hope shall be realized. Amen. It shall be a shocking moment for you in, in, the, in, the, in the sense of God's mighty intervention. Amen. God's intervention over your life shall be realized. It shall be fulfilled. It shall be manifest. And your mouth shall be full with laughter. So shall it be. Even as you now go to see your mercy in, in an increasing measure towards the end of the month of fulfillment. Lord, may your name be exalted. I pray for everyone who has their birthdays today. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord grant you long life. May the Lord give you prosperity. Everything you desire in your heart may heaven supply to you. I pray for you. I pray for your family. I pray for the womb that gave birth to you if they are still alive, from the father from whom you are healed. I pray that the hand of God shall be upon your parents, upon your family, upon your siblings, upon your own husband and wife, those of you who are married and the children that come out of you. May the Lord fulfill the covenant of the righteous with you. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you. He will show you his salvation. We celebrate God for your life and bless every marriage represented today in this meeting. In Jesus' anointed name we have prayed. Amen. Mm -hmm. May the Lord strengthen and bless you.